Gore readings, trauma fans, and welcome to another Flesh Wound Trauma special. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by trauma aficionado, trauma expert, producer Todd. Good evening. Yes. You know what I was noticing in the trauma logo? It says almost 40 years. It needs to get upgraded. It needs to be almost 50 years. It does. It does. Yes. Trauma 50. Trauma 50. Next year. Yes, yes. There should be a big, I, I wonder if they're planning like a festival or something for that. Because it feels like there should be something big, epic for 50 years. I don't know if it coincides with Lloyd's birthday at all, but I mean. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Should be something big. Should be something just huge that, that the level of which they haven't done before. So to bring back everybody. Just bring back everybody. Get Tiffany back, Debbie back. Just have them all show up for a big, big trauma film festival. Uh, and let's see if they can get James back. <laughs> uh, ah, so we are talking safe sex tonight, and we're also talking uh, uh, Chilean slashers, uh, which yet another Chilean movie that Ozzy V will never watch, but. Uh, you know, yeah. you know, he wouldn't even have to use something because I, I know this from Ozzy that the Chilean Spanish, it's a different dialect because like yeah. when he does a Spanish like uh, commercial, he has to like redo every it's it's, it's yeah. Different. Yeah. Um, so oh, fuck, we could have him dub. We could have him dub trauma. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell him we have a job. We got to. OK, maybe we can <laughs> get him. Do all the characters, just do the dubbing. Uh, but yes, guys, we're going to kick it off tonight with a 90s, 1996, precisely, trauma favorite. And that Tro is... Masterpiece, come on. Trauma Masterpiece. Todd's going to, Todd's always going to correct me when I'm off on... Uh, well, yeah, on I mean, how did you... How did you not say true masterpiece, Killer Con? <laughs> From director Martin Waltz. And in this one, and I should also say it's a German film. And in the, which is, yeah, we'll get into it. But the plot takes place in New York City and in the present. In a hotel called Quickie, a professor blackmails a student of his into having sex with him. But when the professor puts on a condom, the carnivorous condom bites off his penis and disappears. Detective Macaroni, who gets the who gets the case, thinks that the college girl just bit off her teacher's penis. But Macaroni goes to the motel himself to check out the crime machine, the the crime scene. What the fuck? In the lobby, he finds a gigolo named Bill and asks him to follow him to the crime room where the two men attempt to have sex when they are suddenly interrupted by the attack of a killer condom. I'm going to just read IMDb synopsises that are done by somebody that doesn't speak the language because they're <laughs> hilarious. From now on, that's all you're going to get. I couldn't find my DVD of that for some reason, so I was like, okay, fuck it. That sounds good enough. Uh, so anyways, killer and commitment to the product. Fuck it. It's good enough. Fuck it. It's good enough. And it's funny. So that works. <laughs> uh, so this was actually there's some there's some talent behind this. This was one of the last films that producer Erwin C. Dietrich worked on. 
of course, Erwin C. Dietrich is known for his many, many collaborations with Jess Franco. Uh, if you're an exploitation fan, exploitation fan, Erwin C. Dietrich is a name you know well. Very important to me because yeah. Jess Franco did some of his most memorable films with Erwin C. Dietrich. Also, for hardcore horror fans, fans of the extreme, Jorg Butgrit, uh did some special effects on this. And he is, of course, known for Shram and Necromantic more than anything else. Uh, he also worked on the Lex TV series, which really? I know you've never watched, but Lex, Lex would fit under the trauma banner. It really would. Lex is very weird. It's not... It's not hard sci-fi. It is something you should look into. It's a giant like space dick. Uh, all sort. Look into it. Lex, you would enjoy, Todd. But I don't know, Dan. I'm not. I'm not kidding at all. You could. You don't have to believe me. You can look into it. Lex is a very culty show. But you I mean, said trauma ish. It would absolutely Lex one hundred percent. So it's Anybody got, it's got it titties and, and 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 gore. Yeah, yeah. You it definitely me. does. Yeah, not the sci-fi versions uh, didn't have that. But what uh, what what did it air on? So it aired. I know it aired on space. It was a kind of complicated. Uh, what the fuck is space? Well, you know, it's Canadian sci-fi. Okay. Okay. Anybody in the comments, because Todd doesn't believe me, if you know Troma, which certainly you do if you're listening to this show, and you are aware of Lex, the TV series, you you let him know that that would absolutely you, fall under it. You've already sold me, Dan. I'm going to give it a watch. Yes. Season one is actually four TV movies. Malcolm McDowell's in it. Um, uh, who, who else was in it? The... Um, uh, the villain in Human Centipede, Rutger Hauer. It's, yeah, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Uh, I, it's one of my favorite cult shows, and I think you would love it. So uh, I'm, it's, it's streaming on a bunch of places. So yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Make sure season one, like I said, it's a little complicated history there. But all right. So what did you think of Killer Condom? Well, Dan, I am a big <laughs> fan of Killer Condom. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I saw it the first time on the Troma DVD. It was like, didn't know anything other than the title. And it wasn't an in-house production, so it could have gone either way. Yeah. Uh, popped it in. And this is, yeah, 96, which I, it's funny the description called it the present 27 years ago, but whatever. <laughs> um, well, now it is. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's. It has that trauma feel without being, you know, with, you know, an in-house production. Like, and then you, you like, I always did want the common. We never got the killer condom and the dick monster and this thing. You know, come on, <laughs> that should have been the final fight of trauma. Just give me a cameo in Tromeo and Julia. That's all I needed. <laughs> needed more dick monster. <laughs> well, wait, with the year because Tromeo and Juliet was in-house, so. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It may not have. Yeah, I think it or... actually came out before, you know, a little before. My God. Tromeo and Juliet was already in production by the time this did. But... Yeah, that was like 97. This, to be yeah. fair, they used the Troma dick in more than just that. It's mm. also uh, Nox Avengers 
Hitchcock in Toxic Avenger 4. <laughs> um, I, I want to say it pops up in uh, Terra Firma. That thing, it's 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 been around. I don't have the replica yet. So that That is an iconic penis. An iconic penis. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, this one, I haven't watched it in a long time. Uh, I, I always thought it was really just wild, that shit. Um, one I might have passed on back in 96, but then I think when I saw Erwin C. Dietrich and Jorg, I was like, okay, this this might be, this wait, might wait, be wait. something. You saw the cover with, with that killer condom. It didn't say immediately, I must see this? It, it, I You know what? At that point, I, I think somebody said, it's like, yeah, it's mostly man-ass. And, you know, and then I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to be watching Killer Condom, uh, you know, on because if I back then, yeah, 96 back then, if I wanted to watch stuff on the big screen, which I usually did, I would have to watch that downstairs. So it sounded like Killer Condom was something I probably didn't want to have on downstairs. But I did watch it later. But, but yeah. Uh, so, and you I would not recommend. This was not the family film that you you bring out moms and dads all the cousins <laughs> i was together. like i don't know like rubber monsters biting dicks off people i was like maybe i'll just have to watch this on my shitty bed well not shitty but not as good bedroom tv so yes so uh it's i enjoy the film uh i think that like a lot of these things, like maybe the joke wears thin a little bit. I did kind of like the sort of opening, like film noir kind of hardened detective uh, vibe that they had. Uh, I would actually compare this. Did you ever see, uh, and I believe it's another German film called Attack of the Troll Maggot? Kind of reminded me of that from like 2010, I believe, or something around uh, around no, there. I, I, not off the top of my head. It might be another one that like maybe is only aired possibly on their streaming service. I know there's a few of those, uh, but what there's even more talent. H.R. Geiger, a creative consultant. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I believe that's for when they the condoms cutting, you know, when they're like showing like. The way it works, it has that Geigerish feel. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they just sent him the picture. <laughs> like as he consulted. <laughs> Here's my money. Um it runs too long. That's one issue with it. It runs at an hour 47 minutes, where I was like, okay. I mean, it does have a pretty crazy finale in the pool and everything with the scientists, but I did I sort of felt like the shock value kind of had worn off by that point a little bit. It was a little bit blunted. Uh, I still enjoy this movie. I don't feel like it's a... It, it, it's one that... I don't want to say works better as a short, but would have worked better as a shorter film. I get, Yeah, it, it, they could have easily lopped off about 20 minutes and tightened it all up. Yeah, and... it's like, I, okay, I get it. The killer condoms biting off dicks. I'm kind of over that now. <laughs> like I need something else. I think it kind of repeats itself. A little too much. Um, it is a it's a popular film. Uh, in fact, I know I can't remember the festival, but I think uh, 
Yeah, I, I can't come up with the festival right now, but I, I remember somebody had told me like they saw it at a festival and like people were just losing their mind. So I, it might have a little bit of a midnight movie cult appeal to it, um, but I, it's not quite it's not exactly made for me. I appreciated some of the effects, but this movie needed to be a lot shorter, if I'm being honest. And yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I do still, I do disagree. It's some of the higher tier uh, trauma, not in-house. The Production values, yes, it is yeah. definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, that, you know, we should keep a, keep an eye on that to find what uh, the best of the non-trauma stuff is. Oh, so. blood sucking freaks. Well, well, no, no, no. That we we've done, Dan. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yes, okay. yes. Like yeah. more newer stuff, or not necessarily newer stuff, but yeah. Because yeah, you're gonna if we just name them off, yeah, that's easy. But of stuff where some stuff we're revisiting and doing, yeah, of course, blood sucking freaks is gonna be the number one of the pickups. Yeah, there's some great sequences in here. The the rubber ducky. Uh, you know, there's there's some funny bits. I just felt like. It gets a little repetitive for me, right. uh, but yeah, it's it's on. I think it's on like some uh, like greatest LGBTQ uh, horror lists. <laughs> so like people actually do uh, hold this one pretty high. I I don't know that it quite ranks that high, but you know, I don't think it's Nightmare Two level. But it's uh, you know, it's good. It's good. <sighs> So Todd, yeah. what do you rate? I know that's what I them. Man, I'm, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I still I still have fun with it. And you know, my trauma ratings are always gonna be biased and probably higher than they should be. So just as long as you all accept that. <laughs> all right. Um it, uh, I'm a two and a half. All right, that's fair. I'm a two and a half. It, it's not one I'm going to revisit very often, but the it's, killer condom uh, uh, monster sequences are pretty funny. I, I think macaroni's funny too. So I think in him, he's our yeah. lead. So it keeps you entertained. It's not one I go to. You revisit that often. And you know what? Rabbit Grannies is another contender for pickup wise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that one will be interesting to do at some point. Uh, I feel like we might've done it, but I don't think we did it on YouTube. So oh, we definitely didn't do it for the trauma stuff. So yeah, we can absolutely yeah. on some of the ones we may have covered on that. Um, I, I, I honestly think we just talked about that Blu-ray issue. I don't think we ever actually reviewed it. Yeah, no, we, yeah, I, I don't know. We probably did it. It's been a while. It's been yeah, a while. It's been a while. <laughs> All right. So, a little more obscure than this, because Killer Condom is often referenced when you talk about trauma. This one, uh, not so much. From 2000, and director-writer Jorge Olguin, we have Angel Negro. And in this film, uh, <clears throat> uh, from the director of Sangra Eterna comes a tale that is perversely romantic and flesh-crawlingly terrifying. In the spirit of Hitchcock, Carpenter, and Raimi, Angel Negro will bring you into a nightmare from which you may never awaken. Uh, a tragic accident leads to the disturbing disappearance of a ravishing young girl named Angel Cruz. 
This mysterious manifestation occurs on the evening of Angel's high school graduation. Did Angel Cruz vanish or did she die? Ten years later, the bodies of Angel Cruz's former classmates begin showing up dead, very dead. Is the ghost of, of the is the ghost of Angel Cruz committing these murders, or has her spirit possessed someone still living? One of Angel's former classmates, Gabriel, now a, a forensic doctor, starts to investigate what is happening. He hopes to save himself and warn the rest of his former classmates. Will Gabriel uncover the truth of the Black Angel, or will he die trying? See, that DVD, I could find. Uh, <laughs> so, there we go. Um, and that's why it was really, really long, too. So that's the... The cutoff. Uh, so, all right. I'm surprised you didn't start, start talking about the interactive features. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Uh, it's uh, all region. Uh, we get the uh, traumatic goodies. We get... Uh, the tit. The trauma intelligence test. You know, yeah. we should play that Actually, on Patreon. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, uh, Jorge Olguin... Uh, really good filmmaker. He uh, he shot this film for roughly twenty five thousand uh, dollars. He was uh, when he was in college, and I would describe it kind of as a Chilean Jallo, uh, Chilean slasher, Ch Chilean Jallo. And uh, he also made Eternal Blood or Sangre Eterna. Uh, after I actually think it came out after this, but it was obviously out. Uh, for when this DVD came. Uh, that one made a little bit of noise. Uh, he did a zombie film called Descendants. Uh, he just recently, and it's on Blu-ray, made uh, La Casa, which uh, uh, I have on Blu-ray. I haven't watched it yet, but I think it's a haunted house film. So he's he's remained active. Uh, Chilean, this is listed as the first Chilean horror movie. I don't know that that's entirely true. But it's not a region that was known for horror until, you know, really recent years. Uh, we mentioned tra uh, trauma, uh, not trauma, trauma, uh, the Chilean film, which is an extreme horror film that we're big fans of here at, uh, at Flesh Wound Features. And uh, so this is kind of like coming that sort of scream wave. I remember watching it back in the day and thinking like, oh, fuck, another... Uh, I mean, the Chilean uh, aspect to it, because I've even when I was younger, I always tried to seek out foreign films and, uh, you know, anything that kind of had a different uh, lore uh, behind it always interested me. Uh, so when I saw Chilean, I was like, OK, this is not just another hopefully not just another like scream wave uh, knockoff. And it's not. Uh, it has a very kind of slower uh methodical jallo vibe to it it's uh not a not a particularly gory film uh the killer pretty basic looking mask i know that was supposed to there's kind of like some political subtext there with the blank mask that the killer uh uses uh there is some authenticity i know this was shot at uh, portions of this were shot at an actual morgue in fact, they could smell like just bodies <laughs> while they were filming. So that was kind of an issue on this one. It does give it some impressive production value for a very low budget film. Uh, I 
I like this one. It, it's kind of a, it's also partial found footage because the tapes and everything kind of reveal uh, some of the story as we go along. So it's, it's also kind of a post Blair Witch uh, uh, film as well uh, with the found footage angle. Uh, I like it. I mean, you can kind of tell that this is the first uh, you know, the first feature film for this director, but the the acting was great straight across the board. I thought that was fantastic. It was shot in uh, uh, 16 millimeter and video and uh, considering the budgetary limitations, I, I think it's a solid film. Uh, one that definitely shows, because I'll have a lot of conversations about trauma with people where they're like, oh man, I'm not into like the the bodily fluids and uh, toilet humor. And I'm like, they pick up all kinds of stuff. It's not just that. Uh, this is actually kind of a classy uh, little, uh, you know, Chilean Jallo. And I like it. It's nothing mind-blowing. I do think that Jorge certainly grew as a filmmaker as he went along. I, I want to say I didn't love Descendants, but uh, the budget's definitely grew i know this was a success in his in in chile uh it did quite well because again it, it's an area more known for art films and you know not commercial stuff like this uh so i think it's worth checking out particularly if you have an interest in that region and uh their their cinema uh i i probably won't revisit it anytime soon but i I enjoyed it. I thought uh, Blanca Lewin, who plays uh, Angel, was really good. A uh, very sympathetic character, you know, in the sort of reveal what happened in the flashbacks. Uh, I wouldn't call it a classic horror film, but there's moments where it really kind of flirts with being much, uh, much higher caliber than you'd expect from a, a, essentially a student film. What did you think, Ted? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. This is kind of it, it's weird, because like I I miss that about trauma. Like I when we used to get these titles and like it was pre internet age, so I was you know buying whatever trauma was putting out because yeah. I was seeing small sub stuff from around the world. I mean, was it, not to stop you, was this a part of that infamous order where you got your first credit card and you just called up the no up and ordered trauma <laughs> like everything? <laughs> this is not part of it. I think I already had it. I don't know. It could have. Okay. We'll tell that story when we get to the big. Yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna have to dig through some boxes when we finish up this series. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever finish the series, but I'll, I'll definitely. Yeah, I'll have to plan for that one. I got some cool drama stuff. Shocking. Wait. Sweet, sweet. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, I because now like we see a bunch of crap that like like just like everywhere. Like I couldn't see like something like a little indie like a decap decap decapitated decapitated like, <laughs> no camp decapitated oh decapitated yeah that's what i like yeah. something like something weird and different like that i wouldn't you know it was harder to find then now you can go find you know whatever the hell you want so that's what i always liked about trauma like it was always good but it was different and it it you know did its own thing and but then you'd once in a while find something like this like well for a first film, 
it's really good but like this one stood out in that way because this was a much better put together film i it, there was just something about it at the time well i don't like it as much as i originally did i do still enjoy it and for both of these actually they definitely would i would love some remastered you know blu-rays you know especially killer condom i mean they're both film but i know that one would really of the two current masters would do the most because they do have the hd one for angel negro on trauma now don't think they do for killer condom so yeah um i remember like god i think i remember like parts of the family was one i, I think oh, i can yeah. kind of remember picking up at hollywood video with this uh during a previewed sale uh decapitated was probably roughly around the same time and i was like okay yeah angel negro is definitely a different vibe <laughs> for sure um uh, was decapitated decapitated on vhs first no it was dvd they came out dvd same time i was trying to think so I was trying to think which ones I had. Were, yeah, both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you keep all your trauma VHS tapes too? Here's the thing. Like, I don't. There's a. I was trying to figure that out the other day. Like, fuck. I wish I wouldn't have got rid of them. But then my my brain was like, I don't think I did. I think they're in the garage somewhere. The one thing I do regret getting rid of is my Toxic Avenger VHS tape when I got the trauma one. Mm. The special one with all the extras. I got rid of my lightning videotape. Still oh. regret that to this day. Yeah, that surprises me because you, you you seem like somebody that if it was I was Roma, you just kept it all. I was like, well, this is the better quality. Da da da. I don't need the other one because it was like definitive copy, not multiple copies. Was sound yeah. Name. Oh yeah, definitely. I had to make that hard choice. <laughs> uh, but yet, I do want every Toxic Avenger DVD. I don't get rid of those. <laughs> yeah. I, got I will, in the next few months, or depending when you watch this, I will own probably more Toxic Avenger box sets than anything else. At least it'll be tied with a couple. There you go. There you go. Oh. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get uh, some of these titles on Blu-ray at some point. It feels like Killer Condom, you will. Yeah. I, well, it's going to go on the remaster. and like Because, again, overseas ones are a little harder. Look yeah. at look at Rapid Granny's DVD, which yeah. or Blu-ray, sorry, Blu-ray. Um, so yeah. yeah, we did the we had the international ones tonight, so that was yeah, that was yeah. Trying to fit a theme, I think parts of the fam, uh, parts of the family, and uh, decapitated certainly fit. So yeah, maybe get that at some point. Yeah, uh, I think our next one we're supposed to have a special guest. So. But what do you? Oh, okay. What Not do you that. rate Angel Negro? <laughs> oh, geez, I didn't even do I'm still three and a half on this a, one. Yeah, I'm a three. It, I, if it had a little more, it's very well made. I don't know that it has a lot of rewatch factor for me, but but yeah, three. Uh, check it out if you're a fan of uh, Chilean uh, yeah. films. It's certainly historical, so... Yeah, I haven't watched it in probably 20 years, so. <laughs> well, there but you go. if I want to, I grab the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So be sure to tune in next time. Good night.